hello. Here we are hauling off again. I'm Aaron Pekinas. I am Morgan Higgins. <laughs> With no voice and a fake pop top. Yeah, totally. Like I she know, just tried. Yeah, but she did fake it. And we have back in our <laughs> fancy office. Kim Lug. Ta-da! Now that we've exposed your secret Instagram account, we have other things to talk about. <laughs> move right. on from that. It's time to move on from that. Yeah. Um, we have, so we're trying to keep Mo from talking, so we'll see how that goes. Yeah. And, uh, and coughing. I'm going to try to not cough. Right. It's going to be a hard business here. Yes. Correct. Do you need <laughs> cough drops, by the way? No, I had okay. some, but they looked gross. Okay. I have some in my office if you want some. Are they good? I like, they're the, well, they're sugar-free lemon mint Ricola. That's Ricola. exactly what we had in our drawer. Okay. I was like, yeah. I don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I hesitated buying it, but it was a Costco and there were enough of them that I was like, oh, I feel yeah. good about 10 bucks for all well, of those yeah, coffee. No, because you have a lot of people that are, right. that could be coughing, coughing. at the same time. Yeah. Although everybody knows the tin that has the cough drops in my office, so it goes really fast. You know, sometimes <laughs> I'm like, oh, no more cough drops. <laughs> it's a pretty wide swath of people, mostly children. Yeah. So, yeah. I heard it that there funny. is a lot of coughing here. Like, oh, I'm not my the only word. Person that like every that. time, yeah. and of course, every time somebody mentions something about coughing, everybody who feels a little tickled that they've been trying to respond, <laughs> they're like, I can't! It's so everybody coughs at the same yeah. time. And I feel like once the daytime cough is gone, <clears throat> the nighttime cough is oh, just hanging on for dear oh, life for yeah. ages, months, it yeah. feels like. Yes. For reals. Yeah. Um, Okay, well, the Lord has done loaded us with a topic, which is funny because I actually, I knew that Mo looked, last night I saw her and she looked bad and sounded bad. Today she just sounds bad. She looks pretty good. Um, But this morning when I was thinking like, oh, should we try, consistency is good. We're trying for robot life. So second period Thursdays is really working. And I thought, could I do like a monologue and not require her to talk? I don't think that <laughs> no, I'm like, heresy, heresy, don't do it, walk it back. <laughs> but uh, because I actually listened to the, what have you, they threw out one this morning, I think. I was so excited to have it listened yet. I was yeah. Like, yeah, you're not. It was very fun. And I had like 150 thoughts on that. I was like, I could probably talk about all those things <laughs> all by myself. But then Kimmy saved us. So she's Woo-hoo. here. Maybe. I mean, who knows? Maybe saved you. Pressure. Right. Yeah. But it does seem like the Lord has offered us both up thoughts on two different ends of womanly life yeah so it seems like we should talk about that yeah yeah so anyway i mean we'll either talk about the gentle art of swedish death cleaning or we'll talk about (laughs) transitional (laughs) times was about organization and this gave you a lot of thoughts sorry uh what have you was it about organization i don't even know that that. yeah maybe that was i don't know i don't know the january yeah they did talk a little bit about uh, the gentle art of Swedish death cleaning, which I do so think weird. is such a great title. You're like, yeah. I th- feel like I got it from the library because I do feel like I th- was like, oh no, this isn't what I thought it was going to be. Um, except, I the whole thing. did you? Yeah. And you thought it was weird? Uh, yeah, I also really useful, but okay, but like not like that but yeah i mean we joke but we're, but we're not really joking mm-hmm. cal is swedish death cleaning our garage for us before oh yeah dead. yeah that is nice he's, he's the swedish death cleaner yeah i feel like it's one of those where the book could be stupid because the name has enough in it that could probably get you headed the right direction it like is definitely that kind of thing yeah <laughs> where i mean i i still remember it was a time of the deep dark sufferings right where you can't see out of your hole at all and my dad was going, he was in a book group and they were reading a book 
I don't even know what it is, but it was like, why does it have to hurt or something like that? This is just a book on suffering. And I had gotten the book, but I was like, not going to be going to the book study. And I read the table of contents and like, (laughs) that was all I needed. I just, all I needed was the table of contents. And so I feel like it's another, another book that the Lord is like, this is a tool in my hands here. All you need is the title. Go ahead. (laughs) Sweet. I was like, man, that's so good. Like, it's such a good, if you don't, if your stuff is in a pile that nobody cares about right now, when you die, extra nobody's going to care. About yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, just get rid of really it now. Good in that pile, yeah, they won't find it. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, because they won't care enough, and they're just going to pick up the whole pile and take it to the goodwill. And they might have bad feelings about you while they're doing it. They might, <laughs> yeah. but that really is a helpful angle on the whole thing. Is like, how can you help your kids not? You know, I mean, and I think about this with a bunch of junk in a barn right now that we haven't touched in five years because it just doesn't have any room to come into the house. <laughs> like, I should go through those boxes again. Yeah. 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 So anyway. Um, okay. What have you been thinking about, Kimmy? Because you people don't know who I'm making eye contact with. <laughs> Comma, Kimmy. Well, it was funny. I actually threw a question out to Ian this morning. I was like, I think I've settled on this. And then I was like, never mind. I, I haven't because he mm-hmm. threw out a whole bunch of bombs into my thinking. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking through... Are faithfulness, or is faithfulness and fruitfulness interchangeable? Oh. Could you use those terms interchangeably? I've been thinking through that. Hey, that's that's not me. That's Aaron. Aaron. (laughs) Um, So that was a good thought experiment. I've been thinking about that a lot. Just, I don't, after Ian dropped in some bombs into my thoughts, I was like, okay, I don't think they are interchangeable. But I do think a lot of times they are. I think they're definitely not from our perspective. We've been having lots of free will discussions, which we will not have here. But <laughs> <laughs> but um, the you know like I do think faithfulness always produces fruit. But you probably there's lots of situations where you can't see it. Right, right. and that's what we were talking about because. Yeah. I was saying, like, even if you're dead on the couch puking yeah. your guts out, yeah. that's for a baby. That yeah. is still very fruitful for generations to come. And so then that was the example I used. And he's like, okay, but what if you end in miscarriage? I'm like, I still don't think that that is not, he's like, I would say that that's not maybe immediate fruitfulness, yeah. but I do think God will bring fruitfulness from that right. trial well you're well, either going to get more bitter or more <clears throat> godly like yeah well and happen. if you're being faithful with the illness yeah. the pregnancy the trial whatever it will be fruitful because the fruit is always oh uh, maybe i don't think this hold on while i work this out <laughs> i know i, I, I do think <laughs> I was like saying something like, no never mind I I take it back, back up <laughs> um i mean because your faithfulness, if you are obeying the Lord in faith, regardless of what it is, it is always going to be fruitful for your own soul before the Lord. Like that is going to be a thing that as you are pouring layers or God is pouring layers of your obedience in faith, like you obey because you know it's the right thing to do and you are going to say, Lord, I'm going to trust you in this. Like that's all wrapped up in whatever he's asking you to obey and whether it's it's developing a healthy baby or whether you've lost the baby you're still saying lord i am not going to grow bitter 
because you are the one that's writing the story. You know, I mean, it's like it's testing all of the all of the trust registers in your heart and giving that more confidence as you're walking things out in faith. And I think it starts in you. And then, of course, that is then fruitful through your hands, like what you are doing, what you're talking about, how you're whatever the next time God asks you to be faithful in something you're not worried about whether it's going to produce real visible fruit or whether it's producing fruit that you can't see yet or whether it's producing, I mean, it's like, it's all an offering. So, yeah. cause I remember, you know, it's sort of the idea of being strategically busy that we talked about last week that like, there is something to being wise and thinking about, uh, what does strategically busy look like? You know, I mean, like it's, it's busy in things that, you know, as someone who's paying attention is putting effort into places that seem like they would be fruitful, effective, useful. You're seeing some feedback. Like that's one end of the thing. But then also there are times to just be faithful when nothing is, you don't get any feedback. Like you don't get any feedback. You don't see anything. It's not making anything. It's kind of those apples on the ground. That's the whole like unto the Lord. Like Mm -hmm. we're doing I am serving my people unto the Lord. So Correct. like that, that leaves a whole bunch of, that cuts a bunch of strings that you yep. would be tempted or all of the strings right. that you would be tempted to be holding on to. Like I you, need to see something. Yeah. You didn't thank me this. for this. You didn't whatever. Right. Yeah. Cause just recently we had, somebody had asked me to do something that was going to take a big chunk of time. Um, and Ian was like, okay, I think you should do it. And I was like, okay. So I started doing the thing, ended up hours spent on this thing. And the kids were there with me watching me do the thing. And I, it was funny. The Lord was very kind. This is not tooting my own horn because this is, I, the Lord was so kind in it mm-hmm. where I was doing it unto him for this person. And then they ended up not needing the thing. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the kids, it was just kindness all over the place because the kids were like, mom. But, like, they didn't even end up needing it. And, like, you spent all this time doing it. Like, doesn't that bother you? And Mm -hmm. I said no because I wasn't doing it for them. Like, it wasn't just – that was not the end all was that they got to use the thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was, like, a really good thing to talk through with the kids. Like, when you're doing it unto the Lord, Mm -hmm. there's not strings attached. Right. So it's like, here's my offering. Use it however. Right. Anyway, I was... was Well, that's really good, too, because, like, even with kids, you... It helps you not try to insist what kind of fruit they are. Like, Mm -hmm. some kids are apples, some are pineapples, some whatever. Um, If you are just giving yourself Mm -hmm. and then letting him show you, this is one of these, go this direction. Yeah, yeah. Um, You know, because I think it's easy to be like, well, that's not what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to be growing this kind. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You must love basketball or yeah, right. golf exactly. or whatever. We yeah. are the people who love this thing. Yeah. Yep, yep. You have to as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, that is such a death trap for families. Like it is really, it's the kind of thing that I'm always sad, you know, and I'm always checking myself with my own kids. Like, are yeah. we, am I trying to make them people that they're not? Am I leaving enough room for them to actually be the people God designed them to be? Um, because it is like, I've seen that before where, you know, you get a kid 
who's in a group of people and they don't fit. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, they're oh, just, yeah. they kind of don't match all the rest or yeah. they don't, you know, they don't like the it's thing like that everybody else likes. Personality things or something. And it's like, right. What is this? And, you know, either they're rebelling while they're in it or it's another one of those places where it's like they kind of hold still until yeah. they can get out yeah. and then they get out and they're like, whew, free of that, you know. Yeah chain and you're like oh sorry <laughs> that's <Yeah>. tough times <laughs> oh but yeah it's i mean it's a good way to get your own uh your own self too deep in the weeds of what you wanted your kids to be as opposed to what they actually are i was yeah. laughing about this this morning with a friend who has a you know they're a generally more reserved introverted people <laughs> and their littlest is just this wild <laughs> extrovert of all kinds and so we were laughing about the fact that you know when you get one of those because i you know our that child stands out so much that i know who you're talking about. right yes <laughs> we're talking about you um but you know our oldest was like all of a sudden interested in makeup and shopping and i'm like oh what like i don't, you don't like really that. want that right right that you know but like it's so funny then to have yeah. to wrestle with your own person we're like okay but are those things bad yeah or are you just not a fan and are you going to be the mom who stretches in and says all right let's go to the makeup counter sure let's <laughs> do some let's do some shopping let's figure that out you know or are you going to be like no we don't shop yeah. we don't wear makeup um Anyway, yeah, it's good. Good death to self episodes on repeat. <laughs> no, I know. I always yeah. imagine, like, I feel like social media gives you lots of these examples. But, um, like, what do I want my girls or, or Cal to be saying when somebody asks them about that later? Like, when they're adults and they're like, oh, yeah, no, my mom, my mom's not really into makeup. What do I want her to say? What do I want them to say after that? So. Right we felt weird about it. We didn't get to buy any or, you know, mm-hmm. I had to figure it out later. Or do I want them to be like, oh, yeah, no, she's totally not into it. But she made sure that we had what we needed and was excited for us or whatever. Mm-hmm. Those are like, because I feel like people post stuff that they really just should not post on social media. That's shocking, I know. That actually is pretty central to the theme <laughs> of the social media. It's like, that's all this is. Really, not right. All, but, um, except for your secret Instagram. Right. That, that was okay. Keep doing that. Um, <laughs> but... You know, you're like, wow, I don't want my kid to have this to say. Like, I don't want them. It's not that I don't want to, like, shut them down from saying what they're thinking. But I don't want that to be the thing that they have to say. That presents. Yeah, you're like, yikes, no, I want to give you good things that you can use. Not so that then they'll post about me on social media positively, but you know what I'm saying. (laughs) At least they won't post about you negatively. Exactly. (laughs) That's the part. You don't want that. You don't want them having to work out all the troubles you gave them. Right. Oh, yeah. man, there's a lot you could give them. A lot of troubles oh, you could give man. them. It's crazy how many. I feel yeah. like especially yeah. as they get older, you're like, wow, I could mess you up in like 15 different ways right now. Mm-hmm. It is really good. I, It is really good to just keep being confident that the Lord has the thing. You know, I mean, because like there are ways that we are messing our kids oh, up yeah, right yeah, now yeah. that also yeah. we don't even know about. You know, I mean, you're yeah. like, oh, well, we're, we're doing bad things right now that we don't even know about. Oh, I can't even. Maggie and Peter outside the window. It's very cute. <laughs> um, but, yeah, just that, like, you know, it. we just finished you who in Capstone. So we, we capped off. I just finished today. Oh, stop it. Us, too. Yeah. What? Woo-hoo. Match. Um, but the last couple chapters are just, you know, look honestly at yourself. Don't pad 
the space between you and the Lord with fake news oh, and man, false so impressions good. and Instagram reels telling you are amazing. You know, I mean, just like go ahead and peel off all the layers and let it be true that you are in sin. Let it be true that oh, you are not enough yeah. and <clears throat> let the grace of God actually affect that stuff. You know I mean? Cause there's so many ways in parenthood particularly that you can, you know, you can keep stuffing things in between you and God and saying, well, but I didn't know. And I didn't, you know, I mean, just like all these reasons that you're like, well, we did everything we could. We, you know, which always I'm like, no, of course you didn't do everything. You could. <laughs> Who has done everything they could? None of us. Right. Perfect. You're like, it just keep saying, Lord, I didn't know. And forgive me. Like I, I did screw that up. I did cause problems. Cause I think that, I don't know. And I think in our circles, that's probably a big deal is to keep working out the reality of problems on the ground, right? I mean, we're like, of course, you you want to set the ideal for like, hey, if you started at the beginning and you knew all of this information, praise the Lord that he gave you what you needed. I mean, like I look back at what I was getting through, you know, the feminine blog and some other some other particular things, uh, you know, just theological things at the time. Like that was a crazy gift from the Lord to give me those things as my kids were babies. And if I had had a real time of it and we were having problems and they're 25 and now I'm getting that, it's so tempting to be like, you know, pad yourself with something to not make you feel bad about that. And like the fact that the Lord is gracious and kind and you could actually just say, man, I see a million ways we didn't do it right. And and then name those. Name them and say it. And even go back to your kids and say, guys, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't know. And we screwed it up like this. Like, you know, there's, there's kind of that false way of... I don't know. I think this goes back to, you know, the ideal Christian testimony where you're like, I want my testimony to be the things that I did right. You know, like, here's the way I don't swear and I don't drink too much and I don't, you know, I don't do all the bad things. Like, my Christian testimony is that I live a clean life, which is like fake Christian news. You don't. Like, you're a sinner. And what speaks loudly to a world and to maybe kids who are not walking with the Lord is to actually say, I was in sin when you were little. Like, to own your Christianity, to own your salvation by saying, I screwed it up. Here's how I can see from this angle I wouldn't have done that again. I'm sorry. Will you forgive me? Like that'll preach like to your adult children who don't know the Lord, you know, you're like, but we are prone to pad and just be like, I don't know. I did everything I could. I couldn't, it couldn't do anything different. No, that (laughs) that is totally with Maggie. So like having three kids still at home and then one kid that comes over with her kids Mm -hmm. and just parenting them right there. Like the other three kids and I are all looking at the same thing. And like, for me, they also remember me as their parent. Maybe they don't remember me at those ages, but the older ones do remember me as the parent of younger siblings sure. at those ages. And like, if I was to be like, Oh, I totally did that. I did all those things that could, cause also I was trying, like that is uh-huh. what I was trying to do, but Maggie's doing it way better than I did. And <coughs> like, I am quick to say, man, that right there is awesome. That mm-hmm. I did not win it. That I could not figure out that part or I wasn't, you know, it's also like, you're just not 
godly enough at that time or whatever. Right. But um, there's, it's not like then my kids are all like, well, now we don't have to listen to you. Right. Yeah. They're like in fellowship with you. Right. And that is the thing about confessing your sin <clears throat> yeah. is you think from a human standpoint, if I admit that I'm wrong, yep, yep. then <sighs> they will only see me as a failure. But yep. the gospel is actually the opposite of that. No, like, totally. Because it's like, <clears throat> oh, then they're going to think I'm a hypocrite if I yeah. tell them that I screwed up. Because, yeah. But like... Here's a real hot tip. They already know you screwed up. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's no yeah. kid who we've messed up with. We're having a lot of this this week, which is very hilarious. I have one, you know, confrontations of a variety of kinds where you can just see it in their faces again. You're like, was I being too harsh? <laughs> I was, was I? And, like, they know. It's not like you bringing it to them is telling something that they don't know. And also... Your authority comes from God. Like this relationship is actually established by God and he didn't do it because you were amazing. Yeah. Like just surprise. (laughs) Yeah. You are not their parent because you passed the test. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it brings, it is funny how when they do make it right, I I feel like especially in a, it's easier to see it between a spouse. Mm -hmm. I feel like when you're making it right with a spouse, you instantly feel there, there is intimacy there, like yeah, that yeah. you didn't have before. Yeah. So, like a kid, it's different. It's fellowship, right. yeah. but I feel like it's way more black and white with your spouse. It's like as soon as they make something right, you're like, oh my goodness, you're the best thing in the entire world. Yeah. And it's just a simple. But it never feels like that. It feels like you're ju- like when you're the one that yes. has to apologize. It feels like you are flinging yourself into a garbage oh, yeah. disposal. Yes. You're like, oh yeah, I'm gonna die. Yeah. yeah. Right. No, I just had to make it right with Ian because <laughs> on the way home from <laughs> driving around, I was like. Ugh, I don't know what to make for dinner. Meat is the bane of my existence. And he's like, okay, that's a weird thing. And then I was like, sorry, I was totally bitter that you want meat at every meal. Because <laughs> like, I didn't have anything thawed. And so I was like, Ugh, I can't make anything for dinner. I have nothing ready. And he's like, okay, that's weird. Like, but I felt so bad. Right. Yeah. No, but like that is night. totally the kind of thing that people do not confess because you said it in a way where you're, you could be like, what? I was just saying, it's really ha, hard. Ha, ha, it's hard. Just yeah, joking. I mean, yeah. yeah. Or I was kidding. Yeah, I was being yeah. funny. No, totally. You can like brush it off so yeah. many ways mm-hmm. instead of being like, uh, I was being better. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. I was totally yeah. mad that you wanted me yeah. better, which is not right. even an unreasonable, like, and also we don't have any, he's super gracious, but right. I knew he wanted meat and uh, I didn't have anything ready. Right. So, how dare you ask for that? Right. Sheila does not even think it's food if there's not meat. She yeah. agrees. She's like, what, what are these things here? Yeah. These are meat holders. Where's right. Meat? Yes. Okay, so interestingly, I do think this kind of loops us back around to what we were talking about at the beginning is just like being a woman in transitions. So like, you know, it is it is really easy to talk about things that are central, you know, to mothering and and marriage and, you know, those kinds of things. And I've stopped feeling bad about that. I mean, I had a decade I mean, I didn't get married until I was like almost 29. So I had a very long time to be a single person in the church. And that was super hard. That actually was not a, that like, that was not a smooth sailing kind of time. Like lots of difficulty in that. And some of it was my own bitterness and envy. And some of it is it's just really hard. Like it actually, because it wasn't like I didn't want to be married or have kids. I wanted that. And here I am. The Lord has not given that to me yet. And so that actually is, you know, it's just a hard time. Um, But 
I, you know, and then you feel bad because you know it's hard. Like, you know, you've been given a gift that other people desire. And so then you, it's easy to be like, oh, I want to, like, I feel bad now having the gift. So you have to work through a number of things yep, yep. all over that. Um, and at this point, I actually, I don't feel bad about it anymore. I'm, you know, because not only should you not say to the Lord who has given you good gifts, I wish I didn't have this because now it's awkward for the people who yeah. don't have it. Like that's, that's not what he's asking you to do when he's, then you're he's like, passing out the gifts. You're, you're not being <clears throat> thankful for the gift he's given you. No. Like you're not using that gift. No. Yeah. Right. And, and how are you using the gift? I mean, are you standing on the street corner and being like, sorry for all of you people who don't have this amazing <laughs> thing that I have. Well, that's also not what he's asking you to do with the gifts that he's giving you. Um, but um, you know, also like this, I don't know. I feel like this sort of comes with the whole idea that like really marriage and breeding children. What do you see? Sorry. Squirrel. I'm doing really good with recess, but your, your nails are fancy. I know. Shout out to Lori Giddings. <laughs> Guys, I got oh, my nails done. Special. This is my Hi. mom's special nail thing, which she did they before the Jane Eyre so party. Good. I know. Which I was like, ooh la la. And they... I have done a lot of dishes with these nails, and they're not very chippy. I are they amazing. at the ends? Is it like the where you press it on, or no, is it? It's a powder polish. situation. Oh, the powder. So it's yeah, like okay. you paint, and then she brushed the glitter on, and then you dry it, or yeah. I don't know. There's with some UV, UV light. Thing. Yeah, okay, there's yeah, UV yeah. lights happening, and she brushed on some powder. Nice. Um, and it's really nice. They they yeah. look very good. I, I was just you. suddenly like, wow, Aaron's what? Also, so everybody should go to the Momnibus. I was just going to say. It's so fun. <laughs> Why didn't we? I mean, I feel like between you and I, we could have a repeat Momnibus over Jane Eyre because oh, yeah. we do not think the same thing about this no, book. we do not. And it is so good. It's so fun. It's so yeah. fun. You really should do it. Yes. Do it. We're doing Persuasion next. So if you yes. are listening to this and you are interested, then you should read do Persuasion. It. Do it. It's so fun. Because it's so fun. it's good. And you can either go in a gross hoodie like me or in a really complicated, <gasps> amazing costume. <laughs> or you can dress up with a, what is that, a hoop skirt? Yes. Yeah. And like a like, bonnet type thing. Right? Yeah. I know. It's like, wow. Like Kelly had the full on hat situation yeah body or whatever right? the girls were like we are definitely not returning any of this this <laughs> is going in the dress up box right they were so excited for it to be done with it so yeah, yeah. use it yeah okay sorry that was a major derail but that was a do, major like, derail <clears throat> i don't know what i was talking about before that because now <laughs> i'm on to jane Eyre, which i'm like should we switch topics let's talk about this <laughs> i can't erin <laughs> <laughs> saw me distracting myself on my phone i had to like go read journal articles about medical things to keep part of my brain occupied it so I was not the best run around yelling at people right um, it's yeah. fantastic which okay, by no, the way yeah. actually is a central feature I because I told a couple people recently that I've invited to our life group that like it's really fun it's pretty saucy like we yeah, have yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. of good robust yep. arguing times where like in the good way where you're like really not on the same page and people are getting a little bit hot about it but like the fellowship is so good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it really is like the kind of godly arguing that you're like, I hope we keep getting better at this. And I felt like that at the Jane Eyre party. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. man, it's the same thing. We're like, whoo wee, yeah. it's getting spicy. <laughs> <laughs> no, totally. People are getting a little riled here. And it's so good, <clears throat> especially ladies, because I feel like we definitely are the the ones more prone to be like, Look away. 
Like, yeah, make yeah, it better, make yeah. it easier. Don't let people fight. Don't let <laughs> yeah. it get, you know, like, we're all friends, we're all friends. And so it ran down the road hard a couple of times of like, no, what are you talking about? That is crazy. I can't even believe you're saying that out loud. Yeah. And then when it was break time, we all had our snacks and enjoyed each other's company. <laughs> no, and totally. got back after it right after the break. I know. I really, I was very <coughs> impressed with how it was like that. And mm-hmm. Uh, Nelly did a great job. Oh my word. And having a different person, having Jen have the yes. trivia, kept it like moving. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like where nothing like settled in and got no. really grumpy. No, yeah. and that was, I thought that a lot. I thought, <clears throat> you don't generally, Nellia doesn't strike you as like boss gal. Like no, she's not the one who's like, like, everybody. Do you want to lead Titus too? She's like, no. Right? Like, do that. No, but like, also, mom, apparently, Mombibus is yeah. just dandy for her to lead because she really is super good at that. And yeah. having Jen host and yeah, do trivia. Yeah. Man, that was a good time. Yeah, it really was. So go to that. Um, read a book. Okay, what were we talking about? Uh, yeah, sorry. Transitions. Really bad. Um, um, yeah, oh, like feeling, feeling bad. bad. Yeah. Not feeling bad about things <coughs> generally coming back to marriage and kids. <coughs> partly because what is the most basic institution that carries on all of humanity? <laughs> marriage and children. Yep. So, like, it's not a bad thing for us to try to be getting this right. Even if you're not married or you don't have kids, like it's not a bad thing for a body of believers to be getting good at marriage and kids and trying to figure out how to do this obedient to obediently to the Lord, because it really matters to do it well. Like, you know, a couple of generations of people doing this well and better and more effectively and more faithfully. I mean, more faithfully primarily. Like, obviously, there's a bunch of tips and tricks, but, like, just more obediently to the Lord and more confident that he is going to work it out. Well, it makes the single people's lives better, too. Because it right. really it boils down to dads being awesome make society. So, like... Correct. Yeah, it's not... We're not talking about something that's not relevant. Right. To, yeah. And I think... So, anyway, back to our conversation about transitions. That just, you know, what... So if you aren't married, either because you haven't gotten married yet or because you were married and got a divorce or, you know, are widowed, like, what is, how do you involve yourself in those kind of things that make a body life fruitful, like that, that keep pushing uh, body life down the road? And I think you were, you were thinking more particularly young single ladies, yeah, well, and, but a lot of the, the same principles can sure. be applied because it really is like I was think as you were talking, I was thinking through. I'm like, it is being faithful in the unsettled times in yeah. your life, yeah. and you're going to have yeah. a lot of them. Yeah. They're going right. to look very different, whether you're married with kids yeah. or not. Yeah. Like that yeah. actually is a thing. Yeah, because yeah. whether it's you're moving or a job change or your right. kids are now out of the house yeah. or you know, because no, I remember empty nest. I was always like. Why are you being so wobbly? Like, it just looked really weird from far away. Like, what's, like, you still have all those kids that just don't live in your house. But then when you're, you're like, oh, I see why you feel wobbly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I and also it's... feel wobbly as I'm entering. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. And I this. feel like each of those stages, so preparing your, being faithful with your single years is what's going to help prepare you for being faithful when your kids are all in school. Yeah. Then, which is helping you prepare you for when all of your kids are out of your home. Yeah. It's like you're learning how to be faithful when it feels wobbly. Like mm-hmm. it's the same 
principle, mm-hmm. but different circumstances. Right. And that, that is different. So I was actually talking to a gal this week who, um, and it just, it was so helpful. And she is, she really is being faithful to try and get involved. So like, she is now trying to like, okay, so I've been here a while I don't know where to get in. Like, I don't know how to get in on things. Um, and I, I was thinking about the fact that, you know, so my parents are uh, are still, um, or, you know, empty nesters, sort of. Um, but, like, they still come with us. You know what I mean? Like, there's still an attachment. When you walk into church, your your kids are there. Your people are there, you know, and... And as you know people, you walk into church and you're like, oh, yeah, I'll go talk to this person or this person or, you know, bouncing around or whatever. And really just thinking, walking into the building, walking into church and not knowing anybody like that does just it requires either gracious people to keep seeing the body and seeing who else is here, who is, you know, who are we here and making sure that you're making connections And I was even talking to my kids about this the other day because we had information night. And so, you know, the idea is like, you have all of this. Go share it with the person who is walking in uncomfortable. Like, they're outside. They don't know any of these people. They don't know any of this. Like, even if you take a buddy, like, find a friend and go over and make conversation because you're extending yourself will be a gift and it will feel awkward. It will feel uncomfortable and you will yeah. be like, I'm kind of a dork. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. But like, is feeling like a dork a sufficient offering to the Lord? Yeah, it kind of is. <laughs> like, go ahead and just yeah. do that. No, because <laughs> like, uh, at some point I had said to Hallie, because she was like, it's just going to be weird to like meet these people. And I'm like, do you remember when it was weird when you met Daphne? And she's like, oh, yeah. And I'm like, Indiana. And she's like, Oh, yeah. Because, like, they right. came in later. So she does actually remember that. And you're mm-hmm. like, that's, like, how things start to just right. go start a thing. <clears throat> yeah. And let the Lord be the boss of it. Like, yeah. you start it. And if they're like, you are weird. I never want to talk to you again. <laughs> just go ahead and be like, well, Lord, there you are. Yeah. <laughs> I try. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's okay. And also, keep extending yourself. Um, I had something yeah. else about that. I do what think it say? is helpful to be looking forward at what... Like if you can see the next, not, you can't always yeah, yeah. see the next phase. Like right. sometimes you're all of a sudden a widow or yeah. you're all of a sudden you lost a job. Correct. Like there are times that you cannot be preparing yourself for the things that's coming. But right. there is a lot of times a flow to life. Okay, I'm single now. Be preparing. Right. Yeah. If the Lord brings a husband, like be working towards those things <clears throat> and getting your theologies lined up. What you think about marriage, yeah. a spouse kids even training them yourself for your friends all getting engaged yes oh, right. yeah. yeah yeah there's a million things you can be getting thoughts and concrete things about um and then once you have kids i'm already thinking okay i want to be a good mother-in-law i'm lo- yeah, like yeah. looking and i i will run experiments okay if my kid married somebody like yeah. this that would be really hard for me and why yeah. and then be dealing with those things right. head on like okay this is the kind of person I need to get good at being a friend with because I yeah. might end up with them in my yeah. family. Like, yeah, right. Um, no, that honest looking at it, like it's an honest looking <clears throat> at the future potential thing. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And not in a weird, like, I hope they marry these people. Yeah. No, like not no, matching. I totally but know what you that mean. is yeah. so funny. I told a mom recently 
And I was like, this is going to sound weird. And I don't, like, we don't match our kids up with people. So we're, like, not doing that hard. But also, I am really thankful that you're raising the kind of young man that that looks like somebody I could see my kid marry. Like, I'm not, I'm not yeah, saying yeah. my kid yeah, is yeah, married. Yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to angle toward your kid. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, it is cool, especially as we're praying around here lately for, you know, men of marriageable material. Like, it is fun to watch this kid who is growing up into the kind of young man who is taking responsibility, killing his sin, being generous, being gracious, you know, I mean, like do, and also being a total spaz in every other way. I mean, like, that's fine. I, you know, he's not fully formed. I see that, but also, you know, the big principles really of <coughs> adult manhood are clearly being pushed. Into him. Not raising a Rochester <laughs> or a <surgeon>. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey now, Hey now, let's get, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I so we're back on Jane Eyre. Those are two characters, guys. We're looping back around. I cannot tell you how much of my post Jane Eyre party conversation has been floating around in my head. Like it does not take <laughs> yeah. me much to be like, and another thing about no, Sean is like, are you talking to me about this again? And I'm like, sorry, yes, sorry. I am. <laughs> it's just I'm not even trying to. It really is just so wild, <coughs> and I didn't think of that when I was reading the book. This is why it's fun to talk about them. Is when you're like, oh, I didn't take it that way. Why would you? You know, it's like it kicks it up. When you're like, well, I just read the book and got to the end and thought it was a good book. Yeah. I enjoyed the book. And then you're like, oh, oh, wow. That's what you thought? Okay. Yeah. Let me think about this for a second. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I've been arguing with myself in my head for a long time now. It does have a lot. To, like, it's definitely not a barren no. book for topics. No. You're like, wow, there's a lot in here. Which is weird because it sort of feels like it's just a story. You know, yeah, I mean, like yeah, you could yeah. easily just be like, there's a plot line, people do some stuff, and then you're done. Yeah, no, that's a lot of books, right? Um, oh, okay. So you were talking about preparation for seasons. Uh, I think that is good also when you're in a season that you don't like. So if you're in a season that you are hoping that God changes it a particular direction, obviously, you know, waiting to get married, waiting to have babies, waiting for grandkids, like a season that you really are looking forward to the next jump you're like forcing yourself to slow down and be fruitful right where you are. Like, what does it look like to be looking ahead, desiring a thing while also being fruitful right now and doing some preparation for when that's coming. But also I think it is good to be doing as you are in a season that you really love. Cause like there is a lot of, you know, there, there are things about mothering that, that are, you know, you feel like you're in your nest with your people. No, that like is really a sweet. Really good phase that like fits your personality really right. Easily. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. some people are like that with toddlers, where yeah. they're like, "Oh, this is my jam," or like, you know, whatever. There's different times where people are like, "This is what my person was made for." Was this yeah. season? Yeah. And I have seen times where you know people just don't want to let go of that. You yes. know, what I mean, it's yeah. like yeah. I will not see my my sweet little twelve year old boy. As a husband, I will not see, like, I do not want him to get married because I want him, you know, and there's like weird videos all over online about like, I was his first. And you're like, no, gross. whatever you're doing is so not right. Yeah. Yeah. But even as you enjoy seasons, you know, I mean, I obviously losing a spouse, you know, things like that, where you're like, I do try to think, I mean, obviously 
I am hoping that doesn't happen for a long time, but like you should be preparing yourself to be a widow at some point because that's a possibility. I mean, like it's a probability, like one of you is going first. So one of you is going to be a widow first. Yeah. Um, and just, you know, how to ground yourself now to know that that's coming without being obviously weird and dramatic about it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I always try to look at when I'm in a trial, that's hard. I'm like, what will I wish I have done? Like through the, when I look back, what, what kind of faith do I want to have had Mm -hmm. and keep reminding myself, like, I want to be able to tell this story honestly and it'd be good. So like, you better start dealing with your crap now. Like be confessing those sins, be having the faith that you don't feel like you can have, like tell the Lord, I can't, I don't have faith for this. Give Mm -hmm. it to me. Like, right. Um, but being walking through the trial, how you wish you would have walked. Um, I don't know why that is such a helpful thing mm-hmm. for me to have that perspective of when it's done, what will I right. want to have said of my single years? What will I want to have said of my in the mm-hmm. trenches, toddler years? Um, whatever. That yeah. Is. Some of it is so hard too, because I think, you know, I mean, some people come out just naturally self-assessing, you know, and obviously to obsessive degrees that are unhelpful or, or not, but like some people come out with the ability to self-assess Um, and some people do not have that naturally. So I do think that if, if you're someone who is naturally prone to think about these things on kind of a meta level, it is good. You know, I mean, it's good to think about it. It's good not to obsess about it, you know, but if that is not your, if that's not your nature where you really want, is that bell? Yeah. Okay. Recess is over. Guys, we made an announcement this morning for the kids to hustle and they're totally winning at it right now. Look at them. Okay. Maybe not that one. (laughs) Never mind. Two of them. That's a lot of kids. Most of them did a great job. Most of them are running. Yeah. Good job. Um, but like, you know, it's sort of like, you know, there are people who are naturally organized and there are people who are not naturally organized who just don't come at it with like, oh, it occurred to me to think about what time it is or what, you know, where I'm going or how I should organize my day. Like just finding crutches that that will give you some help. So like if you're not naturally prone to thinking about these things, find help, like find somebody who is organized, find somebody who is um you know, is more of a self-assessor, like, wait, where am I? What am I doing? And ask questions. Like, what do you think? Do you have counsel for me? You know? And and like, if you know there's a part of you or a part in your future or your past that you just do not want to look at. Oh, yeah. And whenever you start to, you're like, no. Yeah. Like, get on that. Go, go get help with that because it's not, it's not a good idea. Whatever the thing is, we'll keep being there or it will surprise happen to you you know because like right. uh, that Eric Church song which is about pot and alcohol so it's not great but um, <laughs> but the line act like tomorrow's 10 years away is like that's my favorite feeling in the whole world and I never have it anymore because mm-hmm. it's like a nighttime feeling where you're just having not pot and alcohol but you're having a great the time. time yes and you're like who cares about anything this is everything. There is no tomorrow. Um, spiritually, that's like really not good. Mm-hmm. Like your life is going to be very bad if you just keep, you know, only this thing that I like that's happening right now. Mm-hmm. It's not a good plan. Well, Don't be air church. And you can't get there realistically. I mean, like, so, you know, the thing is. tomorrow will be here tomorrow. It will be. <laughs> yeah. So whatever the thing is that is your jam that you love. 
God didn't, he probably is not giving you a life full of that forever. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So like you do have to keep figuring out like, okay, like I do love getting together with my friends. Is that what I'm for? I mean, and we're asking that because we have, you know, teenage girls who are, who love being social, who prefer doing the fun things over their duties a lot like their mom, by the way, <laughs> turns out, you know, and so we are having a lot of those conversations that like God did make us to be in fellowship and he also gave us duties that we're responsible for before, you know, so like sometimes you give up the laundry for sake of a social thing, a, you know, meeting with somebody or like hanging out, whatever. But like you have to keep that intention that you have duties before the Lord in your home with your first people with your, you know, I mean, like that these are real duties and he's got a lot of stuff for you after that. And just keeping those priorities. And if you're an check. extroverted partier. <clears throat> It's probably way more laundry than you wish it was. Like, oh it's, yeah, it's way more of that. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> yeah. Uh, that was one of the things they talked about in uh, what have you this morning that I thought was interesting. Was the um, they were they were talking about a gal who I don't know, so I I don't remember her name and I don't know where she is, but I'm assuming she's an online, you know, influencer of sorts, um, homey feminine things. And I don't know if she has a family, but her her comment, because she like sold her business <clears throat> and then was post that. And it was like none of the things that she had done in her business life as an influencer person. Also, if I'm wrong about this, sorry. But like I can see it happening even if that's not exactly accurate for her. Uh, you know, all of the things that she had done for sake of social media influencing or book, you know, selling or whatever she was doing with it. All of these like home decor and, you know, like home making things. She's getting her inspiration from home. And when she went home to do them, it felt flat. Like there was no outlet. There was no, nobody was looking at it. So I don't know if that's because she was single or if because she was, she didn't have, it just wasn't as glory feeling about the whole thing. Um, But it reminded me of the, you know, you want to make sure that your fruitfulness is not bound up in a job, right? That your fruitfulness is actually bound up in you and your home and your first layer of people. And then, you know, your, your layers beyond that, your church body, your, you know, extended family, whatever. Um, But that it like, you're actually attaching it to real people who you're trying to bless and real Laundry actually needs to get done. The real you. Right. Like, it's easy to keep, you know, to keep a good front. No, totally. It's easier. Right. Yeah. Um, but that was, I thought that was funny because I was like, well, hmm, that's sad. I mean, and it is sad. And it's just, you know, getting your fruitfulness wrapped up in paid work versus what does it look like to be fruitful? Because, I mean, we have, like, right now, in my home and I'm counting my mother-in-law who's, you know, outside the home, but just by a little bit. And we see her a lot. Um, you know, we have a graduated kid who is having a job that is not, not as many hours as she expected to have. And so like is having free time. And then we have uh, a mother-in-law who is recently laid off and not working, you know, full time like she was. And so it, it is two examples of having to figure out what does fruitful living look like on the ground with a surprisingly large amount of time or a different kind of time for, you know, going from school to school to not school or going from full-time work to not full-time work. 
where, you know, it is a real project to figure out how do I make myself effective? How do I make myself fruitful? How do I do things that are, are honoring the Lord in my, you know, in my endeavors? Um, and they're both doing a good job in a bunch of different ways. Yeah. So go team. And it's hard. Yeah. And I feel like for single people in particular, I mean, it, yeah, it is easier in some ways because you do have, hopefully you have a good dad who's helping direct you in that. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a very bossy dad and mm-hmm. I was very thankful for that. He's right. like, this is what we're doing. And I'm like, but I don't want to do that. <laughs> right. But this is what we're doing. I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. And um, I felt like that was very helpful to have. Mm-hmm. Even as, because... I've bumped into this a few times where it's like, well, they're graduated now. So kind of hands, hands off. off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, no, 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 no. A woman never gets completely hands off. Like yeah. it will look different. Mm-hmm. Um, but especially a young woman should not be hands off. It's like, no, like no don't you're cut her off. Cut yeah. Her no, like, totally. Ah. Yeah. Cause right. then also you're going to, if you get married, you're going to have to jump back under yeah. that authority again. And that's going to be real hard. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, it is funny because I jumped under a completely different kind of authority, but I was very thankful that I had very clear, direct authority over, like it was literally handed over on my wedding day. I could feel the transfer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was very thankful for that. Um, well, and your dad did a really good job making, helping you be a thing like in the, in that single time, like yeah. where you were not just waiting because mm-hmm. anytime that you notice that you're just, Waiting. waiting around yeah it's not good you need to no. like have a thing that you're doing i just listened to that uh the newest come over for dinner oh uh-huh the single girl that has the bread company oh, okay she was like she was very sweet and fun and she like owns i think she's made i know i can't remember it's something like 1500 loaves of bread in the past year and um you know listening to her talk she she lives in a basement apartment has no oven but is a big bread baker so she i think she's the Trinity Church secretary. So she bakes. <coughs> she bakes there. And um, I was thinking about this is a girl who is not just waiting. She's yeah. not like, mm-hmm. when is my man going to come find me? She's finishing college. She actually was doing so much that she like lost the ability to walk <laughs> for a while. So that she had to cut everything back. Mm-hmm. Um, don't do that much. But right. like you should be fruitful. Not yeah, well, just waiting. It's like the Tangled song at the beginning where she's like, when will my life begin? We've always yeah, laughed yeah. so hard at that song because yeah. that is a real thing. Like that actually is for, I mean, even for moms at home, like, oh, I can't wait till yeah. everybody can buckle themselves in. I can't wait yeah. till everybody's potty trained. I can't wait till everybody. It's just all of that. Like you, if you're not being grateful for what is happening right now today, recognizing that as a gift and asking, Lord, what do I do with it? Like, help me be yeah. fruitful with it then, you know, you're missing out. Like you actually are missing out on what he would desire to grow in you. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't mean, you know, it's not hard and it doesn't mean maybe you don't need some counsel and some help and ask some friends and, you know, but, and look to the Lord, like go to his word. What does he say about you? Cause this is like, if you don't have a good solid foundation of what you are for, then you really are flapping around a lot. Just being like, I'm just here for eating up time, I guess, until something's different. Um, and you know, as a believer, that is not true. He has saved you for a purpose. He has good works ready for you to go 
Look at him. Yeah. Like, find he them. He's not waiting for yeah. a guy to show up for you. No, yeah. he is not. Yeah. Like, and we just get so trapped in our own minds and our own, like, we'd like to write the story. I'd like to be my own boss of where this is going, you know, rather than receiving it. And then, what, Lord, do you want me to do today? Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot you could do today. There's a lot you and could do And that is today. what I love about being a woman in particular is yeah. that it is, like, Ian and I were talking today and he was like, a guy's duties are really kind of uh, boring. Like, if you think about it, he's like, provide and be a good father and husband. Like, very succinct. <clears throat> and obviously, he's like, it's not really actually It's not boring, like but it's easy. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. He wasn't downplaying it. it yeah, but yeah. he's like, being a woman is very diverse Correct. and hitting all of these things. Yep. And um, it really is a a different kind of big job. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it is kind of that. It's less clear, of, I feel like. Oh, in totally. Many ways. Yeah. Well, because yeah. you take into account the kind of woman that you are. I mean, I've just started doing houseplants. Like, I just got a bunch of houseplants for Christmas. And so I'm, like, pursuing this and a fish tank. Nice. And I feel like it's not me cooking all the time. Like, I'm not my... And I'm not knitting all the time. Like, I'm doing something else that is also so fun and we all love. Yeah. And, it, okay, I don't know that we all love the plants. <laughs> I super love the plants. But we do all love the fish. Um, but it, it's funny. And I remember being at a conference one time and the gal was talking about beauty. And she was like, God did not make only one kind of beauty. I mean, like, look at the physical, natural world. Is under the ocean beautiful is on the top of Mount Everest beautiful is the desert is the you know I mean like how many kinds of beauty did God build into the natural world so many and so for you to get nailed down or drilled down into like one kind is the only kind and I don't know what it is or I'm not good at it like it's so fruitless it's such a bummer because really all are yours like there's so much latitude for being a fruitful woman in your home, in your space, you know, whether that is, you know, an apartment or your parents' home or, yeah. you know. Uh, oh, I know, because, like, I always feel bad for <clears throat> men that are more ADD-ish. And I don't, like, because like, there are jobs that fit that very sure. well. But in general, I'm like, that just seems hard because, like, yeah. you really do have to provide. Mm-hmm. And for a mom, I'm like... If you're an executive personality or you're like, what? Squirrel, squirrel. Like, it totally fits being a mom. You're yeah, obviously a different right. kind of mom. Yeah. But it, um, yeah, but women, all of women calling have a bunch of that. Like, yeah, you right. get to, like, come through with all the fun. Well, yeah, that's the C.K. Chesterton <coughs> quote that I love about yeah, his yeah. domesticity and it's something like you don't have to be a first-rate cook, mm-hmm. but you do have to be a cook. And mm-hmm. you don't have to be the best teacher in the world, but mm-hmm. you do need to be a teacher. And it right. lists all these things. Um, and I love that, that you don't have to be the chef or the seamstress or any... But you get to touch all of those things yeah. for your people. Um, and it's not just gathering skills up for the sake of gathering skills. It's like a working out of your theology for unto the Lord for your people. I love that so much that mm-hmm. it's just so vast what you can do. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's, and even each season looks so different. Like right. there was a season I was baking so many cookies and now mm-hmm. my kids are making way more cookies than I am. Mm-hmm. And that is super fun in its own thing. Yeah. Um, so now I've been reading way more, which is mm-hmm. super fun in the, like while I'm doing all the things. Cause okay. this is so funny. This reminds me of a friend of mine and he's one of those people who's just the best. He is, 
we, I knew him during my 20s, so he was part of a group that my dad and I were part of. And it was just like wild, fun adventure time. So he is like crazy adventure guy. So he is the one that led all of the rock climbing, kayaking, you know, hiking, backpacking, skiing trips that I was ever on. And I remember him saying one time, and it was shocking to me and so helpful. He was like, you know, sometimes I think about like, what if I fell in a climbing accident and like was a quadruplet oh, yeah, or something yeah, yeah. like that? And I didn't yeah. have, I didn't have, I couldn't do any of the things that I do. Cause that was like central to mm-hmm. his life. Yeah. And he was like, and I think about how many books I could read. And I kind of think that'd be amazing. <laughs> or not that'd yeah. be amazing, but like, it was such a good perspective on an unfortunate twist in the story but he could see the benefit of having your circumstances change and being required to do something else that he also thinks would be super fun. Um, and I think that is so cool to be the kind of person that really is like, I like what I'm doing now. I like this. And also, if I couldn't do this, I could find something else that I would like to do. Like there's lots in the world that I could be interested and in get after because the world yeah. is so full of yeah. all kinds of stuff. And so, you know, and as a woman, I love having toddlers and I can't wait till they're teenagers. I love being a mom at home now and I can't wait till I have grandkids. Like just, I'm glad to be a single woman here because that provides me a ton of freedom. And, you know, what would that be like when I don't have freedom, but I do have people, you know, I mean, just like, how do you use it? You know, what can you do with what you have and keep, keep looking at your season and remember to count the count the positives, count your assets, right? Oh, yeah, where you're yeah. like, okay, what is the benefit of right where I'm at? Because I can do things that other people can't do right where I'm at. Yeah, you know, no, and do that in the little things too. Because that, like, I remember I used to hate when Sean would leave to go to a conference or to speak somewhere. And because I was like, now it's lonely. My bed is lonely and I'm all by myself. And then I was like, okay, this is gross. Like, stop. Mm-hmm. So I used, I started using that time for crazy projects. Mm-hmm. And I, w- I would sleep. I would start off sleeping like completely starfish right. across the whole bed because I'm like, well, I, I can. can. Yeah. So uh-huh. I was like, ah. And I don't know that that's even, I don't like sleeping like that. But just trying to really notice and enjoy whatever God is putting right, right there. Um, Even if it's the thing you don't like. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You're like, well, I'm going to find a way to make this one. <clears throat> right. Um, that those little practices help you with the bigger ones too. Right. Where you're like, oh, I know what this is. It's just, I need to starfish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do I starfish in my moment? Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. Well, there you go. I think that's all there yeah. is to say about that. Yeah. <laughs> I do think so. Like, Get with people and work this out. Like, this is the kind of thing that, like, it is good to do this in the body. So this has been something I've been thinking about this week, just within a couple of different cases. You know, like, it does just mean, like, look around the body and see, see what you can be doing, see what you're fit for, or ask questions and find you know, I, I like to do this. Is there any, is there any room for that? Um, you know, get out there and, and just mix it up, ask questions, find people to talk to about it. Cause there's lots to do, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I feel like that's especially helpful if you're, if you're not a list person or a mm-hmm. like mapped 
you you have an idea of where you'd like your life to mm-hmm. go, it can be harder to figure out what do I do next. Mm-hmm. And I do feel like asking people is super helpful. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you see my strengths are? Yeah, right. Do you see something I should be doing with my life that I'm not? Mm-hmm. Um, am I too afraid to jump and do this thing that, mm-hmm. you know, if you're, I am actually risk, like, adver- I like Averse. no risk, I don't uh-huh. want to, don't no risk. Um, not no risk, but. I'm way more like, let's calculate this out. Right. And so sometimes I need Ian to help me just jump and do the thing mm-hmm. and be okay doing it poorly. And right. so I do feel like knowing, having people in your circle that know your weaknesses right. um, oh, yeah. and strengths, helping you work through that. No, yeah. I like trying stuff. It's okay if it doesn't work. Yeah. Like if you're right. like, oh, what I should do is invite all these people <clears> over. And then one person comes and it's really weird. Okay. Well, maybe that's not, weird. or maybe you're supposed to try a couple times. Yeah. Right. But it's also okay. Like it's yeah. fine. Just, move and try a different thing yeah right. yeah 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 that's good yeah yeah there you go trying to think if there's anything else that probably do you have any tips for um if if you can talk i feel like you have a tips for coffee yeah no coffee um tips for if you're in a acute physical like how to be fruitful when your body is not letting not you. letting you be fruitful. Like obviously there is fruitfulness yep. in No, but it's just, not the kind that you are liking. Well, it's the kind that you have to work hard to say, Thank yeah. you, Lord, and what can I do with it? Yeah. Like how yep. can I be fruitful? Yep. Ooh, 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 ooh. I know how you can be fruitful. Yep, right. I was thinking about this last night because you brought my kids home from swimming. Yeah. And you said you can drive in almost any physical circumstance. It's totally true. And yeah. I was like, this is I mean, I was thinking Thank you for doing that. And also, that is a funny offering yep. that you can make. That you're like, in this crazy migraine with my, <laughs> my sunglasses on, there my head up, I can offer you <laughs> to drive your kids home. You know, I mean, just like, it was one of those things that I thought was funny because you did say that. Um, that, like, I can do this in this limited circumstance. And just knowing your... Yep. No, there was and, a while that we had people doing play <laughs> and baseball, three families... All at the same time. And I was like, let me do the drive. And then they're like, oh, you're driving too much. You drove, you know, 80% or whatever. I'm like, no. It's like the only thing I can do. So just let me drive the people Mm -hmm. around. You guys do your thing. But, but yeah, it's like so much being honest also about what is going on and what you you can do. And combining that with thankfulness. I do think we need to figure out how to talk about this. Titus 2 is doing... um, Gratitude? Is it physical suffering um, in March? Maybe. I think it is. Suffering. Maybe it's just suffering in general. Um, But, yeah. Because I feel like the biggest thing I've learned is how much you actually can do when you Mm. are Because would you rather be in bed watching a show than driving everyone around? Probably a million times. It's definitely easier. Yes. yes. That is what you would rather be doing. But you're turning a profit... On yeah. what you on, can do. Yeah, on mm-hmm. what you can do. And that is a very different posture. No, totally. Because mm-hmm. it's way the, like, um, you know, it's funny because, like, workout, like, on Facebook videos or whatever, reels, like, there will be, like, people showing you how to work out or whatever. And it's, like, people working out who are, like, if you want more curves in the back, do this. If you want thighs that look like that, whatever. And you're just, I'm, like, <laughs> what the heck? This is not what I am lifting weights, but it's not that. Right. It's so that I can give myself to my people more effectively. Um, 
so like that's the exercises I do are just totally tailored around that. Like I don't look like uh, well, I don't know what I look like, but it's lifted not cheeks good. are not what you're after. But it's the same with like energy or whatever. Like you, the goal. If God has given you a time where suffering is a clear theme, you can't be trying to figure out how to get out of the suffering. You have to figure out how to be what you're supposed to be doing while suffering. So like if I'm in bed watching a show, I feel horrible, but you're still going to feel horrible if you go drive people around. But obviously I can't do, you know, there's, there's limits on that. You can't just be, you can't do everything, but, um, the honesty, because I think a lot of the times you just get really afraid because you're like, mm-hmm. the last time I did something like that, it was horrible. And then whatever. And it's like, you know, Sean and I are always trying to figure out, okay, when we did this thing, then you were down for a whole week. That's too much. So we need to try it, but like cut it in half and see what happens. Those kind of things. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's hard though. Yeah. And that's why yeah. I do think having... I don't know that I would have figured all of that out if I didn't have kids when I crashed. Oh, yeah. Because that, like, forces you up and out. Like, you can't just be like, I don't feel good. I can't do it. You're you're like, well, these people need to eat and they need to go places. So Mm -hmm. we're going to go. Yeah. And you're right. It is a different posture where you're like, I don't feel good. I'm going to hold still and hope that it goes away. Yeah, yeah. Or wait till it goes away versus... (coughs) I don't feel good. What little can I do? Because we'll talk about this when, you know, I mean, when kids get sick. Um, obviously, there is a time that you need to lay down and sleep and be sick. Yep, like, that's, totally. that's yep. okay because you're getting better because you're laying down. Like, that's, yeah. that's fine for a time. And also, <clears throat> as you start to feel better, you know... Get up and try some things. Exactly. Like push the light your, a little. Yeah. yeah. Push to, yeah. I mean, you're just, you're trying to get back into some kind of action. And it's easy to just be like, like you say, because of fear, because of last time, because of, you know, just not wanting to. Yeah. It's easy to kind of build a wall around you and be like, yeah, yeah. I'm going to my cozy place because <laughs> I can't. You yeah, know, yeah. You're like, my old pain management guy, when he first started doing it, he, he was brand new at it. Mm-hmm. And one of the things he said was, do you think that if you could just lay down for most of the day, you wouldn't need as many pain meds? And I was like, yes, I do think that. And he's like, well, maybe we should try that. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to, I have four children who are growing up right now. Like right. I can't, I'm not going to miss out on that so that I can take, take like, also I don't take very many pain meds just for people that don't know me, but, um, I'm like way under the pain management. I don't even have to be in formal pain management. That's how little I use. But, um, you know, I'm like, it's worth a couple of those half pills per day to be out with my family Mm -hmm. instead of laying down in the bed. Like, of course you can tolerate more if you're, you know, it's like if you're in labor. Yeah. Nobody is expecting you to be doing dishes while you're laboring. Mm -hmm. But, um, because that would be harder. Uh, (laughs) Yes. Like, uh, no. But it was a very funny question. And he did that actually see. He's like, oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah, that we're, I'm trying to do some things, not mm-hmm. just get by. Exist. Yeah. 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 It is okay. funny. I just, oh, 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 no, you go. Yeah. I, that fear is such, can be a big play in this. Oh, like yeah. fear of failure, yeah. fear of 
um, running out of energy, fear yep. of being in more pain, mm-hmm. whether it's pain or not. Yep. Like fear can be a real um, crippling thing for people. No, because the in pain management, I think the most valuable thing to learn that I learned is to not panic, like to oh, just yeah. be like, and take it right now. Am I okay right now? Instead of, could I be in this much pain for three more days? Yeah. No, like yeah. I can't, I can't. But there's so much of even, I think being single, any of those trials are like that where you're like, <clears throat> I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. Cause like yeah. you're taking more than right now. Like what's in front of you yeah. this very second. Well, all suffering is like that, right? I mean, like that's just suffering as a, as a theme where if you, I mean, does God have enough grace for you right this minute? Is it, can you look to him and say, you know, for the joy that's set before me, I will endure this right now. Yes, you can. And what's tedious for us is like, but I'm gonna have to do that again in three minutes because I I don't like, I need more grace in three minutes. And you're like, yes, you do. Go ahead and do that. Like three minutes from now, you're going to have to ask him again because your heart is going to wander. You're going to start to panic. And some of that is getting good at, at knowing your tells and knowing what it feels like to like when anxiety starts to rise, what does that feel like in my chest? What I did it this morning when I was like, I don't know, I was trying to get a bunch of stuff done and I could see that I needed to leave in 10 minutes. And that always kicks the panic, like, ah, I'm gonna start running around doing things. And I remember being like, nope, because that is like that is you being anxious. Like, stop that, get done what you can. And so it was like a conscious slow yeah. down. Like, yeah. slow down, take a big deep breath, and move slower. Like because There's the like, faster I move, the failure float past you. Yeah. <laughs> and just like relax and let it wash yeah. over, yeah. you know, yeah. but like when you know the feelings in your chest that go along with fear or, you know, I mean like yeah. anxiety, any of those things, you know how to, how to navigate that. And that is something that, you know, most of those things actually come with physical feelings yeah. that you need to, and they're just physical feelings because you're having emotional yeah. Same yeah. problems, you know, that you yeah. need to like work your way back. Yeah. No, it's crazy how, like, as you said, suffering is suffering. Like mm-hmm. it, it is all the same in a lot of ways. Um, that even, uh, it's not, I don't know how to, it's like, uh, it's not fake, but fake suffering in something like a physical workout Oh. Does, can actually prepare you for those things. Like this is the like self-imposed suffering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of yeah. Those yeah. kind of guys, whether like it's practice. discipline or yeah. you know just self-discipline or yeah, or saying or... no to yourself when you're fasting. Like, <clears throat> Correct. I'm not going to eat right now, right. even though the toddler is like inside of you is like. And you're like, no, we're not doing that. It's the same as you know because I remember sets being given to me in swimming where I thought I can't do eight four hundred right now. What are you talking about? Right, and then. You know what? Actually, you can. Mm-hmm. You can do eight four hundred items. So right, just but not by doing them all right now in your head. Like right. it's swim this lap, swim the next lap. Be calm. Do not let your feelings mm-hmm. run all around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I asked uh, Lois Green, who lost her husband. She had four yeah, yeah. kids. I think four. The oldest might they have been four. four. They were yeah. teeny. Um, she had them all right in a row. She had all 13 children all right in a row. Mm-hmm. But the first four, she lost her husband in a car accident. And so this was probably six years later. I was at their house in Germany and we were talking and I asked her, how did you get through that? Like she ended up remarried and they had more kids and da da da. But I was like, how did you actually deal with that? Like mm-hmm. that just seems completely overwhelming. Here I was a single girl looking at her life saying, 
I don't even know how you did that. Mm -hmm. And she's like, God's grace is sufficient for this moment. Mm -hmm. Like I just kept looking at this moment. He's not giving me the grace right now for tomorrow. He's giving me the grace for this minute. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I just kept living in that minute until it got easier. And that has stuck with me through a lot Mm -hmm. of things. Like I tell my kids that all the time. Like, do not worry about the test tomorrow. You be faithful today. Like, Mm -hmm. the test tomorrow will come, and God will give you the grace for that tomorrow. Um, Well, and isn't it funny to look back? I mean, like, we've all gone through plenty of those kind of, like, I need the grace right now for the next three minutes kind of times. And it's funny because at this point, looking back at some of those, I'm like, how did we do that? Yeah, yeah, Like, I, I mean, if you put yourself back in that, it doesn't. I feel like I don't, I can't imagine doing that again because God doesn't, he's not giving me the grace for that work right right now. Like I don't need it. And so it is funny to look back at your own life and have the same question. Like, I don't know. (laughs) Thank you for, thank you for sustaining me through that. Thank you for giving me the grace to get through that thing. Because from this angle, I'm like, yeah, yeah, that was like a big problem. Yeah, <laughs> that no, really like, that's the lot. work that like those muscles will shake on during those times right. of forcing yourself to stay right now and in fellowship with God. Like constant communication of like I need, <clears throat> I cannot do this myself. And we just do not like that. Like yeah. you don't want to do it. You're like, run away. No, it's too much work. I want to just yeah. be able to relax <clears throat> on the train or whatever. And you're like, nope, gotta be the boss. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Well, that's good. All right. Well, we better wrap it up because look at us talking forever. I know. He's got to have a meeting, I think. Oh, well, there you go. All right. Well, bye, everybody. Go be the boss of yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Bye.